Okay, we're back with the Sweet 16 Summer Series, Episode 2, Fuck Joe Noonan. I'm your host, Guy Norris. I'm your co-host, Basilio. And we have our oh-so-special guest, Victor Gamas. Say hello, Victor. What's up? How's how's everybody doing? They can't answer you. Okay. Not like they do anyway. Shudders. Okay, so, to kick things off... We want to discuss, uh, as the Americans that we are, we want to talk about Brexit. So, Victor, why don't why don't tell us what you think about Brexit? We'll let you start. Well, I first want to thank my friend Guy and Basilio for, for inviting me to this wonderful occasion. Uh, and uh, I'm also very thankful that Joe is in here, because <laughs> if Joe were here, I, I doubt that he would let me be on the show. <laughs> but he's doing great things in Washington. Uh, and that's the closest to the White uh, to the White House he'll ever get. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a little anecdote to 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 start off. I, yesterday I went to Safeway, and uh, I saw my good friend Basilio there. And Basilio was uh, helping out the lady in front of me, and uh, he was putting uh, her groceries in, in the bag, and I was I was next. And turns out Basilio turned his back on me and went to help out the next the other lane next to me. I was hoping that Basilio would help me out. I was going to give him a good tip or something. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired by next week by Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Any response I was, I was really hoping that you would help me out, dude. Well, I had to bag my own groceries. If you want me to start this podcast off by glancing about how much I... Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked in the deli on Friday. Okay. Is this the day in question? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was like thirty minutes before. Okay. On Friday. Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was on Saturday, which was yesterday. Yesterday's was Sunday. And then yesterday, which was Sunday, and that's when this <laughs> happened. So I was emptying out the deli trash, and I picked up a trash bag full of grease, and our dumpster was full. So I swung this heavy ass bag, and it got cut cut on the trash can, and I was covered in hot, steamy chicken grease. And I smelled like musk and, uh, but... Well, there's something called karma. Yeah. No, 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 this was before. After that happened, I walked out and I saw you. Karma works in funny ways, champ. But the thing is, it didn't really matter to me because as a courtesy clerk, you don't get paid enough to care about anything, anyone. Working there makes you numb to human sympathy. But aren't you supposed to be doing stuff that's courtesy? courtesy? Exactly. Yes, but it's a lie. <laughs> when I go to it's when a I wall. go to Safeway, I expect courtesy from my clerks. Well, you know what? Report me to management, and I'll get written up. <laughs> and then I can outlash about the stresses of the job. <laughs> Even more than he already does every time I see him. <laughs> Beautiful thing. What were we talking about? Brexit. Brexit. Let's All Brexit. right. But yeah, I mean, Victor, what do you think about Brexit? I really wanted the Remain campaign to, to win, honestly. Uh, reason being, I, I saw political and economic uh, opportunity in the European Union. I'm a big fan of, of the trading bloc that the European Union is because it provides strength and stability to the region and it also brings in big economic um, ups for, for the world as a whole. And um, European Union uh, having to be dismantled by the UK is, is dangerous because it sets a way for future stuff to happen. Uh, potentially more states from the European Union want to leave. Uh, and it just shows the trend that people are having in, in, in fear. And, and I think that fear beat 
economic and political ups, uh, and that's really disappointing for the world to see. And um, you can see that even in, in, in the United States today. Um, and so this is not only a trend that we see in our hometown or in our home country, but we can see it across the sea. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I think there's um, there's a lot of negative sides to it, but. Uh, the, the British people have spoken and we have to respect their opinions uh, we have to work with them and um, we'll see what comes after that but I really do think that the, Europe, the Europe, uh, European Union is a strong uh, block for, for our world and I really do think that the British people messed up but you do, have to do you think to... this will like what's happening to the pound especially yeah. do you think that will dissuade people from leaving as well. I mean, I think if they take a good look at what happened to the UK, that's not something they want to happen to their country. Exactly. And I don't think the world's economy could take that yeah. either. Um, but one thing that the the whole Brexit thing, the EU referendum showed us was that like 79% of most uh, of those areas, or I don't know what the towns or mm -hmm, counties, mm -hmm. whatever they are yeah, in yeah. England, they had a huge turnout. Like yeah. more than ever in history. And I agree. They still lost, and I, I think the younger people were the ones who were <laughs> yeah. saying remain. No, there's yeah. a there's a really cool graph out there um, that shows that those between the ages of 18, which uh, is when you're eligible to vote uh, in the U.S. and in the U.K., um, 18 to about 40 voted significantly for remain. Um, but those older than 40, up to 80 years old or more, they voted in large majority to exit. And what's interesting about that choice is those, it's, it's a reality that those between 40 and, and so on um, will live less to see the impact that yeah. they made. So the burden really falls on people like us that have to live with, with this eco economy um, in the future. On the question of future, if future countries will want to leave if they see the, the, the effects, um, I think that they really don't care. Um, yeah. you, you saw even days before the vote um, on the 23rd of June, as it was for Brexit, the world financial markets were falling, and that was before the that was before the, the mm -hmm. vote. So people still knew that there was going to be financial. I, I don't. I don't think that they knew. Because I mean, a larger in the, in the, in the, yeah, in the areas where they said leave, yeah. the, the the Google searches spiked for yeah. what what is yeah, you? And exactly. I, I'm like, are you are you kidding? I wanted me? to touch on that as well. And, uh, that's just one ridiculous that people yeah. are voting to leave. People just didn't know even, what they were voting It was just for. xenophobia. It, exactly. It was just old, crazy bigots convincing other people to do that. And now they're saying that there's no, yeah. there's nothing set in stone that says they're not going to accept refugees. They're still going to accept exactly. refugees. So they're, nothing worked for them. Nothing. Hopefully, I mean, if I, if I were them, I would be begging the EU to take me back. Yeah, but I mean... What's really interesting right now is how David Cameron, the uh, Prime Minister for UK, is he handling the whole situation. He just he announced he was going to resign, uh, and that's unfortunate because he had done a really good job in, in integrating uh, the UK's uh, leadership in the world and in the EU in his six years as Prime Minister. But he didn't leave any plan. He, I mean, he's working on it, but he he was rooting for the Remain campaign. He was yeah. he was campaigning for that. He warned. He warned the British people that um, if they voted to leave, there was going to be a big meltdown. They just didn't listen to him. 
um, and and he's leaving right now. He's working on on building a plan. Uh, John Kerry, Secretary of State for the United States, mm-hmm. was just there. He met with David Cameron and the and the foreign minister, and he was in Brussels to work with the European Union. And so all these different things. I mean, we have to work together. I don't, but I don't know if 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 uh, if, if it's possible to to go back. Um, I just don't see it, but yeah. but I mean it's really unfortunate. It's it's also a vote, like we see today in the United States uh, with the candidacy of Donald Trump. It's a vote against the establishment and and uh, something very people being very mad with politicians and uh, and not listening to the expert who was David Cameron and his cabinet who all advised the people to stay. So I I, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen. Uh, Hopefully, I wish the best for the UK, uh, but and the EU. But we'll we'll see. Uh, it's yeah. it's an interesting thing. Vasilio, would you like to get a word in edgewise? Well, the thing is about this, like you guys said, it's mostly the older people who mm-hmm. are voting to leave the EU. But the thing is, those are the same people who voted who voted for the to join the EU back in the seventies. So. Oh yeah, I, I mean, one of the reasons why a lot of people wanted to leave is because they they felt like they weren't being heard. Yeah. The, yeah. The, as I remember, I don't remember the exact year, but Britain has not, ha- or the UK has not had like a vote, been able to cast a vote for a very long time, for like at least a decade. Yeah, the biggest complaint about the EU is that um, it's a bunch of unelected bureaucrats that do all the job. And I mean, I mean, I respect that. I think people should have more of a say with how their money is handled. But at the same time, it's such a complicated system that not everybody. You have to trust. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it sounds horrible. If, if it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, basically. So, isn't the UK isn't the UK court superseded by the EU? Uh, <coughs> yeah, there's. Vote? Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of bureaucracy and checks and balances in between. How, the, I don't really understand it honestly, yeah. but, but that's the way I see it. Uh, there's, uh, right now the UK is is fully independent, uh, not officially, but that's what they're aiming for. Um, they can take full control of their money and their funds and and their courts and uh, their laws and everything, but it's going to hopefully gonna be, they do something good with it. Yeah, hopefully. So, what was our next topic? I forgot. I forgot too. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about. Uh, so, so you guy, you just went to a Despian festival. How was that? How did that go? Oh yeah, we we're going to talk about Hamilton and all that. Oh um, yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, I had a good time. It was nice seeing my troop uh, or. A fraction of my troop before we all go away to college, before we go our separate ways on the road of life. <laughs> life. But, um, honestly, I don't know if it was because I was just so, like, kind of baffled at the talent of some of the people the year before I went. Because yeah. I've been there one other time before this. And maybe I just had expectations that were too high, but uh, some, most of the shows that were supposed to be the best just uh, didn't impress you. Did, did not impress me. Okay. No. Um, like there was one production of Putnam County, Putnam County Spelling Bee that blew me away. Um, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, I don't want to rattle off all the ones I saw, but um, yeah, Hamilton is pretty popular, and uh, it kind of sucks because Hamilton tickets are outrageously expensive and incredibly hard to get. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we can listen to the soundtrack, but that that's great and all, but actually seeing the show is pretty cool, and I probably won't get to do that for a while. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, what's so cool about Hamilton is that it's such a different take on theater mm-hmm. that we're used to. Um, this it's it's basically a history lesson, a civics lesson, 
but in in the form of hip hop and rap and 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 it, it it's so cool because people like like us uh, well we we are interested in politics and government and all that but people our age who maybe do not have an interest or know anything about civics or or history or or, or government who Hamilton is at all or who Hamilton is at all exactly or who have no interest in theater uh, or the art of theater um, are gonna are gonna notice uh, are gonna learn about. Um, about such an important personality in our history. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if Hamilton, once the legal rights were released, that teachers would start having, history teachers or English teachers wouldn't start having their kids read the Hamilton script. I mean, yeah. if, if my English teacher, no. God bless his heart, um, Mr. Perry, <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead, he's just a really great guy. Um, if I was in junior year humanities learning about how messed up America was, uh, I, Hamilton would have been a really fun read. Yeah, no, uh, I had a history teacher uh, um, who, who uh, before Hamilton was even a play, she showed us, uh, so there's this video that uh, the White House put out on YouTube six years ago of Lin-Manuel Miranda rapping about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. And that was six years ago. That yeah. was when he barely started writing. It was going to be a, a hip-hop album. It wasn't going to be a, a, a yeah. theatrical play. Um, and she showed it to us, and we and I was in, I was I was in awe because I had never seen such 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 a, a talented way of 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 telling you history yeah. of people that's a person that people don't really pay attention to, um, and and six years to now, I mean he's something else. Yeah, uh, he's he's crazy. I mean he he's been a playwright for for a while, but I mean Hamilton honestly was just. That's a crazy idea. Yeah, it, it's and it, and it worked. It worked great. Props to him, man. I honestly, I've I've been listening to the soundtrack for about two weeks now, constantly, yeah. and just listening to it. And each each time I listen to a song, I find something new, something different yeah. in the music, in history. I find myself searching through Wikipedia for hours, just learning about Hamilton and and, yeah. and people he influenced and. And the Federal Reserve and the Central Bank and all these different things that you wouldn't pay attention to on a regular basis, but because of his creativity and and the innovation, I mean, it's it's awesome what what can happen. Yeah. 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 What's cool about that also is that it's getting he just uh, signed a partnership with uh, the New York Public School District. Oh really? And they're performing and uh, they're watching the play for free. Um, because you can't get a ticket easily. They're outrageously ex expensive, um, outrageously expensive. But I mean, kids are getting the chance. Kids yeah. who may not have the opportunity to buy a ticket or even go to Broadway to see a show. Um, so not only is he super smart, talented, yeah, but he's also just like an overall great yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, he's he's influencing politics right now. And um, I don't know. I like him a lot. I think, and I think Hamilton is a great doorstep to us getting interested in, in theater once again and and learning about stuff it makes learning cool uh, yeah uh, yeah and i it's it's nerdy to listen to ha uh, the first treasure uh, secretary of the treasury on on your headphones but i mean it's valuable lessons yeah it's 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 it's, it's, and it's perseverance catchy it's catchy i have i have this song stuck in my head it's, it's just a refrain i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna give away my shot like that's like the most popular one. Yeah, everyone loves that one. Like, yeah, it, it's a story of perseverance and, and determination and and hard work ethic that uh, it's, uh, 
it proves that the American dream is is, is still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it it inspires you. I I, uh, I really I really admire what what has been done in a year, and and I I, I look forward to see what what happens. Okay. So now since I forgot his name, Anton Yelchin, uh, the guy who played Chekhov. Unfortunately, joined the uh, 27 Club. Shut up, computer. <laughs> this is my podcast. Um, so, yeah, apparently it was due to... Uh, he was pinned against his mailbox by his Jeep. Jesus! Like, it rolled down his driveway without him knowing. And these vehicles have been recalled. Do you know anything about this, Basile? You no. Are, you are the car... You don't, that was no, aggressive. No, no, I actually don't. I was... What was it like? A failure with the parking brake or something? I, or like? It sounds like it. What else would it be? Anything that I could think of that would have gone unnoticed for this long? Yeah, I mean, for a, I mean, a car. I mean, that's engine isn't on. I'm, I'm. That sounds like a silly way to go, but I mean, who would hear a car just rolling towards them? That that would be silent. Uh that's such a clickbaity title. Dies in freak accident. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's CNET. That's why. All right. CNET. Like yeah. The guy who wrote it, his name is Edward Moyer. Uh, oh God, what if he hears this? Because you know, everybody's everyone, listening. It's the hardest thing on the block right now. So, did, am I? Am I the only one who like heard about this happening? No, I saw uh, it on Twitter. I saw I it. I saw our it. Our friend Stanton tweeted it out that he was a yeah. talented young actor. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I saw Justin Timberlake tweet about it. You really? know, when Justin Timberlake tweets about you, you know you're big. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I mean, I I saw. The the first new Star Trek movie? I think I saw the second. Yeah. Um, and he was always pretty good. Like, he was yeah, different, he but was he, was, he, was, he was good. Did you ever see those? No, I didn't. Why? I don't know. I just never sat down to watch them. They, they, you they you didn't, never saw them in theaters? No, Star Trek never interested me, so I was like... I was I just saying. I, you know, I was you like Star Wars, but you don't like Star Trek. Everyone thinks that well, they no, have the, to be divided. They're, no, they're the thing is, I never got into it, so I don't want to be the guy who watches all these Star Trek movies and like, I'm now a Trekkie. I'm now a... No, I mean, like, I don't... Basilio, you don't always have to be a gigantic douchebag. <laughs> Only sometimes, <laughs> and when it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, That's what we're trying to tell you. That's no, what it's all dude, been about. Like, I was the same as, as you, Basilio. Like, I was a huge Star Wars fan. I still am a huge Star Wars fan, and I love the story and, and everything. Like, like I, I can see in Guy's room, he's the same. And I started... Uh, and I had just had this curiosity of, of Star Trek, because J.J. Abrams directed those movies yeah. before he directed episode 7 mm-hmm. so I just wanted to see his work um, and I was I was I was impressed by by what he did and I really liked the movies and the storyline and um, I mean, it's unfortunate somebody might die like that but um, it's but, just it's just odd that it's somebody that we know who that is yeah like we recognize yeah, yeah. who that is like it's recent like yeah it's like what the fuck how morbid is that? <laughs> yeah, we need a more lighthearted topic. Do you want to do the lighthearted topic, or you just wanted to get into what is, Tejas? What is, what is? I don't know what that I, is, and what is the lighthearted? No, I was topic? gonna say like we should do a lighthearted topic. Well, do you have a lighthearted topic? No, I don't. Well, you know, yesterday we were talking about this uh, before. DJ Khaled put out his new song, man. It premiered on BET after the BET Awards. It features. Oh, that's a way to launch a song. And future, <laughs> you know, it's something. It's what's something. it called? Uh, I got the keys. I got the keys. I mean, oh, God. Yeah, we yeah. all got the keys to more success. <laughs> I, I thought. I mean, 
DJ Khaled, like, I, I thought he was pretty funny because he's just like, he was just saying the goofiest <laughs> he's shit. Outrageous. Doing the goofiest <laughs> shit and like capturing all of it for us to see every day. He's a social media icon. And these he, days. he is. <laughs> I mean, is is that song any good? I mean, it's Jay Z and uh, Jay Z of Future, Future yeah. and DJ Khaled. Okay, that it's like a Mount Rushmore. Of rap. Well, is DJ, Cal- is DJ Khaled <laughs> even allowed near that Mount Rushmore? I wouldn't allow him near But the it. thing is, it, he's the artist on it, right? He's the, DJ Khaled's is he the pro- producer? He made it happen. No, he's he's the artist. It gets published under his name, okay. but he's the producer of the song. Which is really weird, because like, if, if you're a new guy saying, Oh, this song's about DJ Khaled, and you don't hear him at all except for in the beginning saying his name you're like what the hell yeah <laughs> this is somebody else's thing published under a different person's yeah, name this is and it's the stupidest single cover ever cause it's just DJ Khaled with the with, line and flowers yeah and he's just standing in a in a in a flower den Watch. in a tracksuit with a, a lion or a tiger in the in the bottom what the fuck no look at it it's so silly let me see this thing you don't have to go that close okay that's oh this will be doing here it's a meme, dude. It's a rap song put through the memeifier. It, se- it 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 certainly seems like it. Um, I don't know. I, I probably won't check it out. I, I might if someone shows it to me. Um, I'm not giving DJ Khaled a shout out. Uh, but yeah, fuck. We're gonna pause for a moment because my brain needs to breathe for a second. Oh god, that didn't pause it. That didn't pause it. Pausing. Okay, so we were paused and we started talking about Blink-182, and like I realized we should have recorded that, because Blink-182 is important, and you all need to listen to it. So as I was saying, people were bored with the fir- er, angry at the first single from the new album, California, which was titled Bored to Death. I loved it. It was a good they song. They said it was too much like their previous, or uh, their other bands, and yeah, they used the same effects, but I mean, Rabbit Hole still had the angsty thing that was so oh, no, that was, I love. Oh no, it was great. And No Future is great too. Um... I don't know, I, I think that it's very important that they can capture uh, the same sound and have topics that are not, like, midlife crisis adults topics. I still yeah. feel like maybe one day I can relate to them. I've never really been in a dive bar chasing after a woman, so I don't know. But, I mean, I'm I'm fucking pumped for July 1st. I'm pumped. I can't wait. No, Friday's gonna be lit. It's yeah. gonna... We can't excited. come soon enough. What, 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 what about you, Victor? You know, I... I um, it's interesting. The, the first time I I, uh, I really got into Blink One Eighty Two was in the summer. Um, over the summer I uh, I wanted to get into like some rock and Blink One Eighty Two is a great was a, summer a, band. A, yeah, a, a, a safe choice. Yeah, and so I uh, I went with Blink One Eighty Two, and I've I've loved them ever since. I've listened to basically a majority of their albums already, yeah. and they're a great band. Uh, this new I listened to the first song uh, their first single Born to Death uh, Born to Die Born, 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 Born to, to Death, death. Yeah. Born to Death yeah <laughs> uh, and I mean it sounded like like the old songs uh, and it was fine I was fine with it um, but then I, I have to listen to these new singles they're uh, very good no, and, it's and I look forward to listening but I've been listening to, to some Travis Barker as well and Travis Barker is a very I talented like, drummer I'm a I'm a big fan of Travis Barker as a drummer yeah yeah so I mean I'm excited to see what's, what's, yeah. what's going on yeah. and all and all those wacky those wacky Twitter guys I follow Mark Hoppus is like he's one of them he, he's kind of one of them he talks to them and they talk back yeah. and that, that's they, he hasn't recently because he's on tour but I mean, I've seen it, and it's spectacular. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely spectacular. 
So, Vasilia, what what is your deepest, darkest secret? My deepest, darkest secret? Yes. I, that was the worst segue. Actually, he boxes boxes for a living. You don't box boxes. You tape boxes <laughs> or you heat round the boxes. Okay? Or you they're not boxes. boxes. They're corrugated. It's corrugated fiberboard, you dicks. <laughs> corrugated fiberboard. I come on. Board. You're not even Joe. You can't even roast me like Joe can. I'm not roasting you. I'm I know, but like that was a, that is. was a dig. Joe loved to take digs at me, but Joe's not here, so we're are not going to talk about are you, Joe. Are you sad that I'm not digging you out right now? I like it when Joe digs me out. Why don't you tell us your deepest darkest secret? I think we all know what it is at this point. What? Just what's your deepest darkest secret? I don't have a deepest that yes, I want to share. That's what? Who's going to hear it? What happened last Friday? No, we're not. No, we can't do that. Okay. That is not happening. We can't, we can't that's, do that. That's me, dude. We, we that's, can't do that one. Like, like, if I didn't care so much, I would talk about it, but that's, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to get another Twitter message. <laughs> oh, no. Stop talking about that. Talk. I'm so bent up. I'm like, God. It's like having a parole officer. All right. Yeah, so how about them monsoons, though? My friends, oh they... Oh, my uh, God, we got flooded. Over, over in Oro Valley, they saw it on Euclid, I think it was. Right? Yeah. I think they were downtown. I don't know where they were. They were doing something, eating food. I don't know. But they were on Euclid, and they saw a truck get get washed away because yeah. they thought it could drive through the through the standing water. No, no that happens a lot. That, that, I don't care if you have a truck. You do not have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Trucks and boats are different. You only have four points of weight. You have no traction. Yeah. My favorite hangout spot on Campbell, Chipotle, got shut down because of the flooding, dude. So did the Oracle Nina. Sh- on Oracle Nina uh, Safeway, too. Campbell at Fort Lowell. For how long? Like two hours. Yeah, oh, I thought I meant like permanent. No, but it was a serious flooding. Yeah, it was bad. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it honestly has rained over here, but it has not been nearly as bad as what's been going yeah. on. In the Yesterday at my house, it seemed like a hurricane going on. It was horrible. Horrible, but oh, yeah, for 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 those of you guys who don't know, which I'm sure all of you do, we live in Tucson, Arizona. When like two weeks ago, it was like 117. When I get in my car now, it's 120, because the car is just so hot. So, pray with us to the rain gods. If you, <laughs> no, if you the thing will. is, it goes from straight sun burning down on you to like. The apocalypse, man. It's like doom, doom. Black clouds flow overhead, dude. It's Shout like out to a Mo it's like Garcia, a man. it's like a matrix. Who it's Garcia? like a matrix. Oh, Garcia, part from our school. Yeah. Oh, what, happened? what happened? He has contact with the rain gods. Oh. Does he? Yeah. I've never. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> spoken to. He's him. got a rain plug. He's got a rain plug. Dang, dude. But what if he is the rain plug? That means he's got two phones. <laughs> oh God! Or two smoke signals. Uh, why was that phone? Or why? Why was that song ever popular? Two phones. Because why does it have two phones? No, because it was a. I think I think Brandon Serrano started it. Really, he was a. Before anybody knew the song was out, he was like, "I got two phones." <laughs> we live in a capitalistic. That's, that's because Brandon Serrano is ahead of the world. That's because he's on top of everything before it's hot. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he doesn't. He doesn't like look for it. It finds him. No, that that guy's interesting. I love Brandon. <laughs> he has the funniest one-liners that are kind of cringy, but they're still pretty funny. Scott. I'm gonna tell him you said that, and then he's he gonna listens listen to, to this. I know, or he might not. Who knows? But if Brandon Serrano listens to it, then you listen to it. We appreciate you. Okay, I mean we're at we're at we're at 28 minutes. 
This is officially a long episode. We, we still have to talk about Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. T- Texas wants to secede from the Union. Like they always have. Over abortion and, because uh, they, uh, the Supreme Court said you can't limit, a- did they did they say that for sure, that they can't yeah. limit abortions? Okay. They overturned a ruling. Okay. Uh, for, Good. Over Texas yeah. abortion clinics. Good, uh, good on the Supreme Court. And Texas, I guess, is trying to take after uh, the UK, which is stupid, because at least the UK has their own currency. What does Texas have? Oh, didn't the U- e- sorry, didn't the U want to like adopt, make UK adopt the euro instead of the pound? Uh, that was no, they worked it out so the UK oh, really? could have their currency, the pound. Um, now that they're out of the EU, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, now they should do it. <laughs> it's interesting what Texas is doing now. Uh, they want to secede, but <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> okay, so Texas is just being Texas. Texas, at least me and Victor were saying, at least once a century this happens. So I mean, <laughs> talk was the the clock was ticking, the talk was clicking. You actually looked at your wrist when you said the clock was ticking. I know, I know, I don't actually. I, I don't know if I have a watch on. So that is the end of the episode. Really? Wow. That's the end. Yeah, it's been thirty minutes. You got your thirty minutes of fame, Victor. Now it's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. All right. Yeah, that went Goodbye, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night.